For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith, which comes by hearing and hearing the word of God, rightly divided here with power, authority, and conviction by Bishop Eddie Addy from the Macarius Church headquarters. This anointed teaching will challenge you, strengthen you, and equip you for a truly victorious life in the Lord. Be transformed as you listen. Give attention to my words. Lift your hand. Thank God for today and for the wonderful privilege we have to be in his presence. Oh, yes. Lord, we thank you for today. We ask you to help us to be with us guide us by your spirit just pray everybody just lift your voice and pray oh yes yes lord thank you for this morning everybody joining on sweet melodies everybody joining on dofupa fm facebook youtube or even on healing jesus tv hereafter god bless you Pray, pray, pray this morning that you will have an encounter with him in his word. Oh yes. The Bible says that the word, the Lord appeared to Samuel in Shiloh by the word of the Lord. God can appear to you by his word. God cannot come to you by his word. Oh yes, Mandoli Makatoria. I want to have an encounter, a word encounter. An encounter with God changes lives forever. Blessed be God. Father, we thank you. Thank you so much for the wonderful privilege we have to be here to hear your word. Oh, please open our eyes to behold wondrous things out of your law in Jesus name Amen please be seated if you love the Lord is the topic point number one loving the Lord is your most important duty to God Matthew 22 verse 36 Let's start from um, Okay Master which is the great commandment in the law Start from maybe 34 or 35 Yeah But when the Pharisee had heard that He had put the Sadducees to silence They were gathered together Then one of them which was a lawyer Asked him a question Tempting him Saying, Master, which is the great commandment in the law? Okay? So Jesus is asked what the greatest, biggest commandment is in the law. And the Bible says, Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul 
and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like unto it or is similar. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. So, if you love the Lord, you are doing the main thing. (laughs) Do you understand? So, it's a very important subject. A lawyer asked it. I don't know whether you are a lawyer. My lawyers are supposed to be learned people, isn't it? Lawyer Krenzel, is that not so? Yeah, they are supposed to. <laughs> That's, most of our politicians are lawyers. <laughs> Somebody says that is why we are where we are. <laughs> Merci for your comments. They didn't hear what you said. But a lawyer in those days was also a very esteemed person in society. Knowledgeable, astute. I mean, up there in the society, respectable, honorable. And um, there had been a kind of discourse, discussion in the area. Sadducees, Sadducees and Pharisees are two different groups. Yeah, the Sadducees don't believe in the resurrection and the Pharisees do they have similar beliefs but the main dividing point is the resurrection so they had come to ask him about somebody who was married to a lady and he died and then some, another person married her another person so seven people married her and then they asked that who in the resurrection or who is going to be the wife the husband of the, the woman <laughs> and then he gave a clever answer so when the Pharisees saw that he had answered a very powerful question then one of them a lawyer got up and also put to him this question to also give him a test it's like you have passed from the Sadducees but over here you can't pass so easily and then he asked a very important question that you too must ask yourself maybe not whether in the when you die who you will marry that one will not it's not so much of it doesn't really apply to you but as we live, there are commandments and instructions in the Bible, God's instructions that we are supposed to be obeying. And some of us weigh the commandments and then we choose which one we feel is more important and then we are very specialized in those ones. You know, some people are very good. Love your wife and love your husband. It's very, in that area, it works for them. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. If you take Kwabonsi, he and his wife, I think they eat from the same plate. They 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 they, they, they use the same toothbrush. I mean they use the same towel, the same sponge. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Recently the whole area where they live got flooded and they were locked down in the house without lights. You know, he's even clapping his hands and saying, nice one, nice one. 
something that people were <laughs> traumatized. <laughs> they were locked down in the house without light. And he, he's clapping his hands. Oh, fa- fantastic. It's like that was a very nice experience that they were locked down. When we lockdown was 2020, we don't want to go back there. So what I'm saying is that in your life you can you can heighten some laws and some things. Some people come to church Sunday morning. Oh, it's their main. It's like as for me, they are my Christianity. I don't joke with it. It means that I go to church on Sunday morning. After that, any other thing that concerns Christianity, it's like it's not one of their... They they will not even think about it. If you even say, for example, that not neglecting the assembling of yourselves together as the manner of psalmist. But all the more, it says, like some people don't go to church regularly. Do you see? So anytime there's a fellowship, you must not neglect that assembly. In Hebrews 10.25 Oh, I've done Sunday morning. I'm okay. I don't need any other extracurricular activities. <laughs> they may consider outreaches on Saturday, prayer meeting on Friday, all night on Friday as exercises in futility. That the main way we serve God is Sunday morning. So they are very, it's like that, that's the law that they have actually it's like that one dear, you can't fault them. Hmm. There are some people to quiet time like read your Bible every day. Ha! If you like, go and check their notes. Not one day have they missed. But they are quarrelsome. So even if the quiet time cry is saying that don't forgive uh, don't be angry, don't, uh, the whatever, don't quarrel in this, whatever. They, don't, they can't do that part, but the reading of the Bible, they will read the Bible, but to move from there to practicalize what they have read is no, 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 no. So most of us Christians fall into some of these within this um, spectrum. We fall in somewhere. So now you ask yourself that the one you have chosen to follow, no. Is that the main thing? <laughs> so they asked Jesus that, so which one is the greatest command? So in case, let's say if I'm practicing the commandments and I get to this, which, which of them is so great that I should not neglect? Is it a, a fair question? Yeah. Have you considered that question before? You haven't. But the lawyer has, and the lawyer had. But he used it as a kind of trap for Jesus. And when he asked Jesus, but he didn't know that he was talking to the word. Good to see you. He didn't know that he was talking to the word. Who was in the beginning with God. And all things were made by him. And without him was not anything made that was made. And that in him is life. And the life is the light of men. And that light shines in the darkness. And the darkness does not overcome it. He didn't know that he was talking to the one who at the age of 12. Sat with doctors of the law. Not simple lawyers. But people higher perhaps than even in rank than himself. And he was with them in the temple 
discussing with them, asking them questions and having this and they marveled at his depth of knowledge and understanding. That 12 year old, you are more than a doctorate person. So the question he asked, no, he didn't know that the answer was very it was on his lips. It's like you don't know that you have asked his tip. <laughs> Do you see? You go for oral exam then <laughs> Maybe they think all other people could answer that question. Then when you arrive, they give you that question. And they didn't know that you had asked the others who had come before you and they didn't pass. And then you went to look at all and you have studied it. But somehow people thought it won't come. So you have not really refreshed. But you have refreshed it for more than an hour. Because your name is around Z. Yes. So by the time you arrived and they asked you the questions, like it was your, it, it, it was here like this. And Jesus said, he didn't even say the greatest of all commandments is, he didn't even preamble it. He said, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. This is the greatest, the first and great commandment. It's like, this is what must be first in place. Before you even think of coming to church to come and sit down to mark register or to present yourself with your Sunday dress, which you don't take to work. <laughs> because it's like, it's too, I mean, I can't imagine. Look at our lady pastor here with her colorful hair and colorful, I mean, fascinator I mean I was, on, I was looking on the screen I was, who is this person standing there I don't know this lady pastor when I turn to look turn I... <laughs> hey. but it's good it's good you need to be colorful every now and then this type of everyday your black hair black hair you know put in some small color and then just you know make yourself happy make your life so one way as if you have set yourself on a one way road it's like there's no turn left or turn right just you know how you make your hair you make it like that ah, till Jesus comes <laughs> this is the first and great so when you are loving God you are doing the main thing and loving God is the greatest act or service you can do for God. Can I have an amen there? So we are saying that loving the Lord is your most important duty to God. Alright? Is it prayer or is it fasting? Some people are very good at fasting. (laughs) They fast every Friday. Yes. Number two, loving the Lord is the proper response to God's love. Yes. First John chapter 4 and verse 19. Alright, it says, we love him. Why? Because he first loved us. You write. You cry verse no cry. You note verse no. Hey, what's up? Manager, director, 
Please note the verse, uh, and at least if you the point, cry, write it somewhere. It's very important. Or even open your WhatsApp and type it to somebody. So whilst you are open, every point I give you, just send it to him with the point and the verse as your notes. Hmm? Hey, open your WhatsApp if you want, okay, and then just type it to somebody and send it to him. Hmm? Tell him you are in church and they are preaching, but you don't know how to make notes, so. The pastor says you should send it to him as a WhatsApp. <laughs> That's all. Look at an astute uh, man here of God, and he's writing with a pen. Well, then small, small boys, small, small girls, you have not reached anywhere. You won't write. Either you are writing or you are typing. Everybody, even if you are listening on sweet melodies and you are in a car. Please make notes so that one day you will never say that I was never given such a message. Alright? We love him. Everybody say it with me. We love him because he first loved us. When somebody loves you, uh, it is supposed to provoke a reciprocal Reciprocal is what? It means eh? appropriate return. It's like if somebody loves you, love him back. Is that not a, a, a statement or yeah. I think there's even a song. Those of you who were in love in the world, you have some love song in the world like that, isn't it? How does it go? Oh, that's local. I'm talking about proper English song. I don't even know that one. If you really love somebody, no, no, something as some somebody loves you back. <laughs> that's the song. It's so good to love somebody, and somebody loves you back. Yeah. It's so good to love somebody. Somebody loves you back. <laughs> You know it, you have made yourself as if you don't know the song. Yeah, 1970-something. But they still play it. And I think that most broken hearts are based on you love somebody and that person doesn't love you in the same way back. It's equal measure. You open your hand. Hey! Then here, oh, Hi. <laughs> Are you hearing what I'm trying to say? So, some of us, eh, God has opened his hand. Hey! Then, hi. Like, hi, Lord. Everything okay? It's like, why are you so excited? <laughs> what are you excited about? Please take it easy. Eh? We are just walking here. So the scripture says we, we love him or we are supposed to love him. Do you understand? Because he's the, he, he has loved us first. So the, the, the tragedy of most large love relationships, love relationships is where you love somebody and that somebody doesn't love you back. So when you love God, if you ever manage to cross that line where you love God, eh, 
it means that you have done what? You have done what? You have responded appropriately to his love. You have reciprocate, reciprocated his love. Sisters, your broken heartedness is often based on you thought he loved you. You thought you were the only one because when you met him, because most ladies, most, there are exceptions, but most ladies, if you ever zero in on them in love, eh, they, they give, it's like you are the only one. When you come, then they also give you everything that is like you are my all. That's why they can give ATM card. Because only when you say, you are her everything. So she has given her ATM card. You can use her ATM card. Yes. <laughs> Not knowing that guy. No. <laughs> ay, 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 ay. <laughs> he has five ATM cards in his pocket. Yours is number five. <laughs> so by the time you discover that this your love that you have showered and openly expressed is not met with a similar you are my everything I also give you my ATM card I also am ready because we are going to get married you are everything to me you see then a ball with them it's like you become mad you can even get to the mental hospital but thank God God will never be at the mental hospital but your expression or your ability to love him that's why we are teaching it because it's a very important topic if you can love God you'll be given a proper response to his own love are you there still? number three loving the Lord is the best preparation for judgment or the exam day. You see, judgment is like exam day. If you love the Lord, loving the Lord is the best preparation for judgment. First John chapter 4, verse 17. It says, herein is our love made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. Because as he is, so are we in this world. If you love the Lord, hmm, you are prepared for judgment already because if this is the first and great commandment, it's like the first section. Section A is the big one that has 60 or 80 marks. Section, the big sections carry what? 60. 60 marks. And then the other sections have uh, four, normally two sections or three. Two sections. Then the second section has three or four questions and each one is 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. It's like, I mean, and the 10, 10, 10, you won't get all of 
so you may not so if you don't do well in there or you get zero over 60 you have not made it even though you say oh i've done all the other four it's only the section a that i didn't have an idea only the section a that you didn't have an idea carries 60 percent so jesus is saying the first section which has the greatest marks for your 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 judgment or examination is to love god love god loving god loving there's something called loving god you you can love a church but you don't love god you can even love a man of god but you don't love god You love the, the church and you are associated with the church, but you don't love God. And when you appear on judgment day, that section is not the section where you, you go to church. The name of Macarius Church Chapel or Church International Ministry or International or Fellowship International Macarius, it, 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 it doesn't even come in. We may even be asked why we have called our church Macarius. I don't know. And what would you call us? You were my, my career's judgment. <laughs> we are coming to bring, bring up what is my career? Say, ah, what is my career? Say, oh, ah, it was a church where the, there was a bishop called. Uh, don't call our name. <laughs> go, go and stand before God and account for yourself. Go and answer the main questions. Don't, don't call our name. Our name is not in the Bible like that. <laughs> Why are you calling my name? You like calling names to escape. It's like, oh, uh, why are you late? My mother sent me. So it's like, we should go and see your mother who sent you. I hope you are getting the picture here. We are, we are looking at the big question. So this is our short series. I hope it's not long, but it's, it's a very important subject. Eh? I almost got stuck. I don't. I, I, I couldn't move at a point. <laughs> yes, this our series is to help you, you know, pursue the greatest agenda of life. It's to love God, loving God. You know about you see you people. You know about loving a girl. You know about loving a boy. You have not thought about loving God as. God, there is God who you can love. You have thought about loving mother, loving father, even your siblings. Oh, I love my brothers. I love my sisters. I love my children. I love my mother. I love my aunties. I love my relatives. You even love your schoolmates. But you have never, never in your life considered your love like your the thermometer the temperature of your the the, the 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 level of your love for god it hasn't come into the picture you are always attempting to show your love to somebody you claim to love you are giving a gift you are planning some are even reading books how to love <laughs> husband how to love wife Best gift to give to a man on his birthday. I saw a book. What wives wished husbands knew about women. Then the same author has another book called What 
husbands wished wives knew about men. <laughs> they are trying to teach you how to love. Actually, the Bible okay, let me go to the next one. Because the next one is going to help you. Okay. Loving the Lord is the proper response to forgiveness. Today I'm trying hard to go within the stipulated time. Wherever I reach, if they signal me, I'm off. Beautiful. Loving the Lord is the proper response to forgiveness. In Luke chapter 4, story probably is from verse 36 thereabouts, you will see it, where a man made a feast. The man is called Simon. He made a feast for Jesus. Luke chapter 7, verse 36. And one of the Pharisees desired him that he would eat with him. And he went into the Pharisee's house and sat down to meet. And behold, a woman in the city which was a sinner, when she knew that Jesus sat at meat in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster box of ointment and stood at his feet behind him weeping and began to wash his feet with tears and did wipe them with the hairs oh gentlemen you are warned and did wipe them with the hairs of her head and kissed his feet and anointed them with ointment okay now when the Pharisee which had bidden him, the one who had invited Jesus, when he, he, he saw it, he spoke within himself. He didn't utter it out. But he said it quietly inside that ah, this man, if he were a prophet he would have known who and what manner of woman this is. That toucheth him. For she is a sinner. So uh, be careful what you criticize. And Jesus answering said unto him, said unto him Simon, I have somewhat to say unto thee. And he said, Master, say on. Hmm. There was a certain creditor which had two debtors. The one owed 500 pence and the other 50. And when they had nothing to pay, he frankly gave them, he frankly forgave them both. Tell me therefore, which of them will love him most? Simon answered and said, I suppose that he to whom he forgave most is the one who loved him most. And Jesus said unto him, Thou hast rightly judged. Then he said, Now let's apply my analogy to you and this woman. And he said, Simon, see us this woman, see us that this woman, the one you are you are referring to as a sinner in your heart, and criticizing me that my prophetic eye doesn't extend to her. I entered into your house. The one who invited him to come and eat. He said, I entered into your house. Hmm? Thou gavest me no water for my feet. You've invited me for dinner. You've made food for me. But Jesus is saying that it's good. Your level of invitation is also good. But somebody would have gone 
the love would have been higher than just put a food, the meal on a, on a plate and, a, and, a, and, a, and a, a table that is set for me. He would have made water for my feet. He would have washed my feet with tears and wiped them with the hairs of her head. This woman, since I entered, eh, you didn't give me water for my feet, but this woman has washed my feet with her tears and wiped them with the hairs of her head. Next one. Thou givest me no kiss. So on. That's why I say you can just come and give him your attendance to church on Sunday morning. But you don't give him any kiss. Neither do you wash his feet with your, your tears. You are not emotionally attached to Jesus like that. Do you understand? <laughs> Neither are you so fond of him that you kiss him. Thou givest me no kiss, but this woman, since the time I came in, has not ceased to kiss my feet. I know you gave me food on your table, but I tell you that there's also some higher way. Food is not the only thing in this world. My head with oil thou didst not anoint, but this woman hath anointed my feet with ointment. Hey. Wherefore I say unto thee, her sins which are many are forgiven, for she loved much. Yes. Fantastic. That's why when you are in church, you don't have to be facing people who are emotional and they are crying and they seem to be in tears and they are always the first to come to be prayed for and they are always on the floor when they lay hands on them and you, you discount them as emotional and sinners who there is like some fornicators who are always look at even the dress that they have brought to church if they lay hands on them and they fall look at how their things are showing them somebody should slap them <laughs> yes but you you are good here you are with your nice polished nails and uh, whatever acrylic nails and French tips and your waxed eyebrows. Do you understand? And your blonde hair with your um, your your purple and yellow and purple uh, fascinator. Hey, and gold shoes to match. Here you are. You there, you have come to church because that's how you came for. But, but maybe you never lifted your hand. You never knelt down. You never lifted your hands. You never, you never sang. You never sang. That you open your mouth to sing a song. But you have come. So Jesus was trying to tell Simon that inviting me to your house is nice. But there are levels. There are levels. He says, but to whom little is forgiven, eh, the same loveth little. Yes. To whom little is forgiven. So maybe you, you, you look, your sins are little. That's why you, after you have been forgiven, it doesn't mean, it doesn't, you are not so, it's like, you are not so wild. And there are people who are running everywhere, going here, going here, coming, coming, doing this, serving, coming in there on Saturday. People are here cleaning, serving, everything. Hey! I've seen you today. Yes. I hope you understand that. Look at your nice jacket. Look at your nice shirt. You see? 
very well arranged sitting in front do you see very dignified you perhaps went even your hair looks like something that was cropped yesterday eh? was it yesterday last week <laughs> oh yeah no, so I'm, I'm, I said last week <laughs> yes so sometimes you may give something to Jesus please you, you may give something to Jesus and think that you have done the ultimate and you have done your very best that can be done like Simon invited him to dinner and Jesus when he comes for dinner he doesn't come alone no. He will bring all the 12 disciples. I mean, this type of fishermen. Peter, <laughs> Peter, James, John. Uh, I mean, fishermen who have, who have body like this. This type of people. Andrew. No. <laughs> hey, there are some people, eh, there's nothing they don't eat in the world. <laughs> and they don't know how to say they are full. Rice and others are not like they don't know how to eat rice and before it's like when they eat rice, like they have not yet eaten. They need yam, they need banku, they need um, uh, fufu, something heavier to, to, to feel the weight of the thing. It's like rice doesn't fill the stomach and make it feel full. Yes, yes. Hey. <laughs> and Jesus brought this type of people, 12 of them. So when we are inviting Jesus, most dining tables, even the big ones, are eight sita. Is that not so? Or even 12 sita. So you, the one, maybe you have a wife, and then you and your wife are on one side. Then Jesus is maybe at the other side of the table. Then on this side, there are uh, four here, four here. But he, now he has six here, six here. So it's like you need an extra table to extend the dining table. It's not a simple thing to invite Jesus. Before now, the food you are going to make, which is like if it was him alone, it will be cute. But now with these big guys who have joined, do you see? <laughs> it's not going to be simple like that. You've done well. I mean, you have done well. But when he, he looked at somebody who was also giving her best to the Lord, he compared what he had done to what this girl said. Ah, this sinner person, what, what is she doing here? That she's touching, touching. A very, this type of w- women who know men, no? when they touch your feet, they know how to massage it and give you feelings. Hey. Now, oh, you prophet, you are sitting down for this woman to be touching, touching your feet and things like that. Are you a prophet or not? And Jesus said, look, don't criticize the woman. When I came, my feet you didn't wash. This woman has been washing my feet with her tears. You didn't pour oil on my hair. Because you can do all that. The person will come, he's coming to eat. After that, when he eats, he has he showers. After, show- <laughs> after showering, he has perfumes and other things, change of clothes, everything, new boo-boo, new things that have been lined up for him to wear to leave. Sometimes when some people invite you for dinner, you have to eat before you go. Wherefore I say unto thee, verse 47, her sins which are many are forgiven, for she loved much. 
But to whom little is forgiven, the same loveth little. I tell you, maybe you don't know, but forgiveness is a very wild thing to be done for you. If you've ever been hurt before, I mean proper hurt, you know that it can even change the way you relate with new people who come who have not even done anything to you. Do you know that? Yes, it can change your personality. You become very violent and aggressive. A very gentle sister becomes very aggressive. Even you can't love her. You you can't marry her properly, like love somebody again because the brokenheartedness, no, it doesn't make you contain love. If somebody comes and he's even calling your name and he didn't say, he didn't call it well, but you didn't hear what he was saying. He was calling your name, but you didn't hear. What is it? What is, oh, no, I was calling you to tell you. It's like, hey, your name, Keke, no, it can bring a generate. It's like, uh, speak loud. I didn't hear. I thought you, I thought you said, I thought you said, Kwasia. Ah, how can I say Kwasia? What have you done that I'll say Kwasia? Akosia, it's not Kwasia. Hey, what I what Akosia, you say Kwasia, you say, but it's Akosia. Is that Akosia and Kwasia? Is it not? It's the same. I, I heard Kwasia. I didn't say Kwasia because your previous relationship is affecting you. Somebody hurts you and cheats on you. Oh, the next person who comes into your life, eh, he can't receive a call. Oh, yes. He, he can't, he, if he's talking on the phone in the toilet, it will be a problem that will be there for years. You can't even solve that problem. You got a call and then you, you went to the toilet or you picked the call in the toilet. Who are you talking to? My mother. What's your mother? Yeah, it's not your mother. It's your mother you talk to in the toilet. Hey, you, you even believe it. You, you, I say you can't even fathom the kind of problem that can come because somebody has been hurt. Somebody who has been raped. Hey, if you watch movies, all Chinese movies are somebody was there with their parents, small boy. Most of the time they are little children. Then some, some bad man becomes to come and kill the parents, everybody. Then he manages to dodge under some cupboard or inside some bottle and <laughs> some barrel. Then he, 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 he's there. Then he, he crawls to a Shaolin temple. Then they train him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the guy who killed his parents, no, he never grows old. So he he will rise up after thirty years. Then, <laughs> the man is still alive. Then he will learn all the skills of how to kill that particular person. Yes, with the man with the white beard. Yes, most movies are like that. Yeah, a movie, a, a girl is in the house. Somebody comes to kill all the parents. She's hiding under bed. You don't see her. Then she rises up goes to learn karate shooting this 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 then she comes back one by one hey, she knows each of them she follows them eliminates them one by one by one till she's just in one tunnel now she, she has killed the last man then she's going and she's very happy then by the time she has left then the police are she know she know she know they are looking for her she's gone cry most things are like that because when people are hurt, the natural response is revenge. 
So when somebody after you have hurt the person, offended the person, and the person forgives you, does not revenge but forgives you. Ah. Your best and most appropriate response is to love him back. And that's what God did for us. Yeah. For all our sinfulness, some wayness, our hurts, our blasphemies, our rejection of him. Yes. And he didn't kill us. He now sent his son to come and die and find a way to, 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 to bring us back to himself. And then you don't want to receive his son. You don't want to love him. And you don't want to do something in, in return to show that you love him for forgiving you. God should have also developed his ninja skills and be looking for all of us and eliminating us one by one for our, our wickedness. But instead of punishment, instead of death, instead of destroying us, he, he rather makes a very wild arrangement, finds his only begotten son and says that the only way I can be pacified and now humanity can have a certain kind of reconciliation with me is for my son to also die and then he brought his son to die what is your appropriate response so loving God is your response to his forgiveness clap for Jesus instead of loving him now you are seeking more things Lord, now, nah. yeah, yeah, you are, I know you are, okay, I've accepted Jesus as my personal savior, and then Lord and Savior, write my name in the book of life in Jesus' name, amen. Please, can I have a car? It's like, what can you do in return for the love that has been shown you? Instead of, give me this, give me that, give me that, bring me this. If you don't bring me this, you are not God. Have even the math to even make such a, a demand. Oh, <laughs> the garden boy who stole your, your purse was there, he stole it. Some money you were going to use to uh, uh, pay for some land that you were buying was in the car. You didn't lock it, and then he was working walk, around uh, before he realized, Hey, I've forgotten the car. The boy, uh, when you went at the car, uh, the, the thing is not in the car. I said, ah, I left it in the car. Then he just... Yeah. Hey! Hey! Menu, have you seen the bag that was... Oh, oh no. Hey! Then... Somebody is passing by the back of the house now. Here is the bag. The guy is now folding it to put inside his boo-boo wow. to take away. They zap him like that. Mm. Then when you say, ah, but I have to wait, you say, you say, didn't take it. Madam, I'm sorry. It's the devil. <laughs> then you say, okay, I've forgiven you. Go back and work for me. Then he says, thank you, thank you. Then he says, oh, madam, can I have two thousand? Yeah. You see that? You, you see your response. You say, you say, hey, you see, hey. That's how we are to God. You even 
even let some days pass like you are working hard so that look you are really repentant you are really thankful that they are forgiving you and you are really very wild now where you are not you are not where you shouldn't with you have withered or the back of the wall eh? the back of the wall on somebody's land you have withered all that place so that so madam snakes no you see, that will be your appropriate response. That I've waited the side here, the side here, the whole compound. I've collected, I've swept it, I've mopped all the, I've scrapped the, the stones. Something that was not part of my work, I've done all. I'm showing you that I'm grateful for your forgiveness. Thank you for, for you should have sent me to sales. You should have gone to hell. You should have gone to the police station. By now you should be in counterback. But now they forgave you and I restored you to the same job again. Yours is to become wilder than you were working before and do the work outside there on the other side and say, they say hey, I don't know. So madam, why you be a mamedodo? Minty mint nahama or walk and Murphy Hamnekow. That's 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 how. That's why you make people sing songs like Mean to me, me na wase yo. Mean to me, me na wase. Mean to me, me na. I cannot, I cannot give you appropriate thanks. Mean to me, me na wasi. Wadiya waye, wadiya waye. For all you have done for me, mean to me, me na wasi. I owe you appreciation, I owe you thanks. Loving the Lord is the evidence of God's presence. First John 4 verse 16 says, And we have known and believe, believed the love that God had to us. God is love. And he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God and God in him. And loving God 
loving people pray that God will touch your heart to be a man of love who loves God yes that's why the Holy Spirit the mighty spirit of God who was given to us the Bible says that God did not or has not given us the spirit of fear do you understand but what of love the spirit of love do you see and of power and of a sound mind so God gives us his spirit he is a spirit of love so that you have the capacity you can never say I don't have capacity to love to love God or even to love anybody because the Holy Spirit is given to you to activate in you a supernatural love for someone you can't see like God you cannot see you need the agency of the spirit to help you that's why he gives you his Holy Spirit doesn't give you a spirit of fear that you fear God and run away from him but he he gives you a spirit of love so you can love God and you can love even the unlovable people in the world anybody who walks in love dwells in God and God dwells in him what an amazing scripture The presence of God is not a feeling. Oh, oh, I feel, I sense. You see somebody who is walking in love. The Bible says it's a standard procedure, standard order. God is love. And he that dwelleth in love eh, dwells in God. It's like the way where you live. Once you are living and walking in love, you are dwelling in God. Where that's where God is, and God is also dwelling in you. It's not a feeling of ooh, I really sense the presence of God. You may not feel anything. You may not feel anything. Most of the people who really love, they don't feel they you don't, you don't you don't sense even that they feel they are not like feeling, 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 feeling. You see that they are really working, doing the thing practically for you to see. Don't always think of that. God is love. He that dwelleth in God, uh, dwell, who that dwelleth in love, dwelleth in God, and God in him. Are you listening to me? So, loving the Lord is the evidence of God's presence in your life. So, when God is mightily present in your life, you will see that you have a a very wonderful love for God that you can't explain. That's why in 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 8, he says that, Whom having not seen, you love. And though you see him not, yet believing you rejoice with joy it's like an unseen person you can love the people who you can see you cry it's not easy to love them so it takes God's presence in you to make you love the one you cannot see with such passion that won't jive. in the morning you are up in the night you are up you are following him at dawn 
you are following him in the mountains you are following him in the valleys and people don't understand that i don't know why sorry now why you are you too much because some people there which means that we all go to church on sunday morning but you there it seems like adiana i hear too much it has become too much to them because god his presence has made it possible for you to even love him yes that's what it is that's what it is that's what it is loving god is a sure sign of that grace of the holy spirit on you to have the capacity to love a god whom you cannot see and when you love god his presence is all around you one of the greatest moments of my life is when I'm alone. I can be alone there and I, I, I can see that there's somebody there. I cannot see, but there's a, almost as if you can feel that there's somebody there, but there's nobody there. Oh, there are times I open, I can open my eyes. I say, I feel like a shadow has passed, and I say, Yeah, today, dear, he has come. Today, dear, he has come. When I open my eyes, oh, he's not there at all. <laughs> I thought I was the only one. My bishop said, he has been waiting on God, uh, praying, hoping to see God one day. He said, look, one day he prayed, uh, then he felt that somebody was there. When he opened his eyes, oh, there was no one there. <laughs> you see, you'll be, you'll be, so you'll be falling, you'll, you'll be crying in his presence. You'll be, you'll, be, you'll be falling down. You'll be kneeling down. And, and it's like you are talking. You talk. Those, those times, our tongues are not... I mean, the tongues are almost conversational. I don't even know whether it's conversational, but I just know that it's not this type of... No. <laughs> Somebody's loving God. God is going to give you an impartation of such a love. This is what they put the scribes as something that came impartation that came on him. While he read uh, Oswald J. Smith's book on the man God used, he said it was not talking about this topic. But he said a a kind of a, a, a captivating gripping something that gripped him. Something said, something caught him. He says, that thing I'm praying that will catch you today. <laughs> he came to love God in a way that nothing else mattered. He said, he told this, he said, Are you, will you marry me? Because this is what I want to do with my life. I was not planning to preach. I was not planning to preach. Preaching was not on the table. But I love him. Whatever it meant. And he said, he told his wife, I've made a covenant based on Matthew 6.33. And I've signed my part. If you can marry me, somebody who is going to, who is sold out to God. Not, he didn't know that he was going to preach. He just knew that he was in love with somebody that he cannot even see. And then he said that his wife said, oh, she will sign a cry. And he said, if she had not agreed to marry me, eh, I don't think I would have married. That's 
the sort of thing that must come on you that I love him. They have found someone I love. I found somebody I cannot see. He's not a man. He's not a woman. He's not somebody physical. But I have a powerful capacity to love him in a way that any other thing becomes number two, three, four, five, up to number 2005. Nothing can come before him. Last but one. Loving the Lord is the proof that love can be taught. (laughs) I wanted to wait for this one because loving the Lord is proof hmm, is the proof that love can be taught. In Titus 2, verse 3 to 5. The aged women likewise, that they be in behavior as becometh holiness, not false accusers, not giving too much wine. See me after church, please. See me after church. Not giving too much wine. Teachers of good things. That they may teach the young women to be sober. Listen very carefully. They should teach who? I can't hear you. To be what? And to? So older women can teach younger women to be sober, not boisterous and querulous, to love their husbands, which you thought you would have thought was natural. Is that Laurentia? Do you see? Would, would have thought that, I mean, the way you have married this, your nice guy, naturally dear, you will love him. But not knowing that, they have to be taught. Thank you. See, a lot of young married people, they don't know how to love their husbands. I mean, the older ones, they don't know how to love their husbands before they can teach somebody. When you go and say, they say, oh, what about the men? You see, that way of responding to the Bible, it shows that you are rebellious towards God. Because when God is speaking, I, I didn't write the Bible. God is the one who is writing the Bible. Why didn't you? So when you are asking me that question, it means you are asking God. You don't respect God. That's why you have such a thought in your head. Evelyn, do you follow what I'm saying? Hmm? Esther say, if I was not in her life, she would be divorced. Not even divorced, she wouldn't have been married. <laughs> even when she sings, you can see that, yes. I say, yes. I say, do it for me, do it for me, do it for me, do it for me. He say, yes, this is doing it. So when she's also on the other side, hey, you will be running away. He owes me offerings. Hey, Kwame, Oh, the other day he brought me some shoe. I said, Thank you very much. I'm walking on the shoe so that you will also see that you are benefiting. Then I Take your time. One day I spoke to her, she cried. Did you cry or didn't cry? 
you cried. Huh? <laughs> I cried from your office to the um, exit. And everybody was looking at me. My name, my name, I kept crying. Because I didn't know you could give it to me like that. I thought you were closer to me than him. <laughs> I didn't understand what you were trying to tell me. <laughs> I, I was teaching. I don't think you were married. She was not married then. And you had just gotten married. Yeah. I was trying to teach her to love her husband. But it can be taught. Loving somebody can be taught. The fact that, and, and, and thank you, and, and even, even if you're a man, the fact that you're a man, Franny, doesn't mean that you know how to love a woman. Yeah, Franny. For those of you who have been in the world with all these type of small, small, different, different girls and things, sometimes you think that you know how to, but it's different. Marriage is very different. So, he said that the older women should teach the younger women to be sober. You see, because sobriety. What is sober? Sober is what? Sit down. Sober is what? Calm. Calm, Moderate, controlled. So, if you are a wife and you are not moderate, you are not controlled. uh, Older ladies should teach you that a woman, a wife, should be controlled. Is that not so? Yes. (laughs) Who can say I worry in any wedding? Anyway, then also to love their children. Can you imagine that? Love their husbands and love their children. (laughs) Go and leave your child with your mother. Sometimes what the child will eat, cry, you don't even know. To be discreet, chaste keepers at home. So love can be taught. That's what I'm trying to say. The love and loving God can be taught. So when you you can, if by the grace of God, through this teaching, it helps you to develop a very powerful love relationship with God. Do you understand? It means that I have proved that loving God can be taught. So my teaching is not in vain. Do, Do you understand that? It's like Loving God is not so natural. It's not so natural. I mean, the fact that even your own child, they have to teach you to love your child, whom you labor to bring forth. They have to teach you to love that child. Do you understand? It means, and of course, it's true. There are many very, very good books on parenting. It's not natural like that. You can give birth to a child, you are not bringing them up well. It's affecting their weight. It's affecting how they learn. You see, just the other day I was thinking about some, somebody and then it occurred to me that hey, if you have a child, then you have to force the child to go to school and learn. No matter what it takes, you have to force the child. If he doesn't want yeah. a bit in prison, uh, uh, use police, soldiers, whatever you can, do something so that the child will learn because 
When you don't learn from primary school, ah, it affects your secondary school, it affects your university, or you may not even go to university. Then how to get a job becomes more complex. Do you understand? Then after that, your life becomes complex because how to progress in life too. It's also based on the education you didn't really take seriously at the beginning. I see there are some people Oh, leave them. Why are you always shouting on the children? It's too much. Oh, you make the hey. Some of our children they can't sweep, they can't scrub, they don't know how to tidy their rooms. And you, the parents, you, the mother, and father, too. You just enter the room. Hey, Hmm. Then you turn. Is that? I remember my bishop. He said one day he he got to the church and said, ah, "This place is too bad at the boys." That's okay. You wait. They were, they were asleep in their room. The whole place was manya. He went to fetch water in the bucket. Four. Then he opened the door. They were all asleep. Then he. <laughs> Tidy your rooms before you go to bed. That was the end of the untidiness in the room. <laughs> if you have talked that it's not working, so now I'll pond you all so that you you learn sense. And it worked. Hmm? Do we eat vegetables? They don't like, is it? They doesn't like, leave him. He says he likes uh, chocolate, let him eat. Ah, why? Is it because when you are growing up, you didn't get all these things, you don't want your children to enjoy them, then you'll be quarreling with your husband. Instead of uniting your voices and uniting, even if, let's say, you find the thing too hot. Take your husband to the room small and, and talk to him quietly. Not in front of the center. Hey, Samia, you will kill these children. Why? Why? Ah, leave them. Hey, come. Hey, Dolores, come, come. Then you pull Dolores away from that. Hey, don't touch her. Don't touch her. So then Dolores grows up proud, doesn't respect her father. Therefore, no man. Will be respected by him. I'm talking about loving God, but Mama, I call for fear, fear, Nansen. Are you there still? Yeah. The Bible says that the son, although he was a son, he learned, yet learned he obedience by the things he suffered. So obedience can be taught, obedience can be learned, loving can also be learned. So take this series seriously. Because it's the biggest section of the commandments of God. Do you understand? That God expects you to major on. All the other things... It's like not that they are not serious, but if you major on what is the most important, I think even you can pass small, small, small on this one, you see that you're okay. And you'll be surprised that once this major one is in place, 
all the other sections. He said that on these two hang all the command, law and the command. And then the last one is loving the Lord is the goal of all ministry. In First Timothy chapter 1 and verse 5, my last scripture, my last sentence, verse 5. Now the end of the commandment is charity. NIV. 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 The goal of this commandment is love, which comes from a pure heart and a good conscience and a sincere faith. The end. All the things we are fighting to do, all the teachings, all the services we are holding should all be ending towards loving God. Just the end, the goal of this command, like the goal of the commandment, the, the thing that we are commanding you and instructing is love from a pure heart, good conscience, and a faith and faint. That's the ultimate. It's like that's where we are pressing towards. The, the, by the time you finish a service, it should draw you closer to loving God. By the time you finish a meeting, it must direct your attention to loving God. In Second Thessalonians chapter three and verse five. Second Thessalonians chapter three verse five. It says, Second Thessalonians chapter three verse five. May the Lord direct your hearts into the love of God. Amen. So it's like by the time you finish, even if you are having rehearsal, by the time you are finishing the rehearsal, the goal of the ministry, the everything must be focusing on loving God, directing our hearts towards loving God. Oh yes. If I preach on giving, tithing, at the end of it all, it must be geared towards, there can never be a ministry, anything we are doing, that diverts from loving God but, but more like to ourselves Father touch our hearts to love you touch our hearts to know you more and love you better Lord Nama sumu ye surrender yourself to the Lord Lord may I learn to love you I want to learn it 
I want to study it. I want to know how to love you more and more and more. Oh my God, abile ramahambili viga. Jesus, mosha katadiri abandola ba. Ndere be kuri abahara. Semandolo lo boshi katadala bahara. Riandala ba sombere de 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 de. Lift your voice and pray. Mandolo moshanda la mana. Rendele le 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 mosiri agadaga na mamori ande le 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 le. Yeah. We have loved other things, but we want to love God. Oh, if you love the Lord. You are doing the most important thing. Mandala Maduria. Lord, I want to do the most important thing. The most important commandment. The most important thing. The most important commandment. The most important commandment. The most important commandment. Mando Sandala Maduria. Repando Lobo Shandala Mada. Just concentrate on yourself. Oh my God. I want to love you from my heart. I want to love you with my soul. I want to love you with my mind. With everything that I have. With everything that I am. Oh my God. Father, thanks a million for bringing us to a place where you can teach us to love you. The most important, important commandment. Thank you. We pray that you will touch our hearts to love you. Touch our hearts to want you. Touch our hearts to respond appropriately to your love. Oh yes. Oh my God. Show us mercy and kindness. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. That all who hear me today. On sweet melodies. On whatever medium by your power, by your grace will love you deeply will love you more will respond appropriately to your forgiveness to your love to your mercy like this woman who was forgiven much oh my god that our love will be like somebody who was a murderer and was forgiven and was restored. Oh my God. Like somebody who has committed the grievous of sins and has been forgiven and is, is doing his very best. Oh, thank you. Thank you for the honor of knowing you and serving you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now, as 
every head is bowed, every eye closed. If you are here today, you are not a born again Christian. Somebody invited you, but if you were to die today, you are not sure of making it to heaven. I want to pray with you. I want to help you. The best response to his love, first of all, is to give your heart to him. He says, my son, give me your heart. If you are here like that, you want me to pray for you, lift up your right hand in the air so I can pray for you. You want to give your life to Jesus. You want to be born again. God bless you. Anybody else? God bless you. God bless you. If you have lifted your hand, come to me right in front here so I can pray for you. this after me. Heavenly Father, thank you for today. Please forgive me for all my sins and wash me with your precious blood. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross for me. From today, I belong to Jesus. I will serve Jesus for the rest of my days. Please write my name in the book of life please write my name in the book of life I'm yours forever Jesus name Amen God bless you take the communion elements Father thanks a million for the body that was broken for us for the blood that was shed for us as we partake of the body and the blood let it bring complete restoration in Jesus name this is the body of Jesus Christ we receive it receive his life into our lives in Jesus name the body of Jesus the blood of Jesus the blood of the everlasting covenant bringing complete healing complete salvation thank you for the blood the blood of Jesus Christ Bless you. The 
Lord help you. The Lord directs your heart into his love. And the Lord who loved you first retune your heart in a way to make your love fresh again. May his mighty hand ever rest upon you and give you a token for good. When the enemy comes in like a flood, may he lift up a standard against him. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. We have no doubt that you have received a blessing from the word of God preached by Bishop Eddie Addy. Do join either of our Victory Secret Services from the Macarius Church Headquarters, East Egon Hills, Accra, this and every Sunday at 7.30am and 10.30am. Connect with Bishop Eddie Addy on Facebook Live, YouTube, Instagram and Twitter. God bless you and lead you in a series of victories.